coming out of his cage and he's been doing just fine gotta gotta be down because i want it all Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. If you're joining us on the YouTube stream tonight, thank you very much, Wave. Just Wave. That's why they're here. Wave. <laughs> wave. Wave. Try not to disappear into Dan's beautiful eyes and manly muscular arm. <laughs> Obviously, someone's showing, you know, at the Can gun I might show. hide him? <laughs> We're at the gun show. <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Also, if you're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, whichever platform you choose to use, thank you very much. Um, it's great to have all you listeners there uh, listening to us and not watching us on the stream. You know, I said I wouldn't be passive aggressive, but I renege on that deal. Uh, so, you know, that's how that is. Um, we are the Awesome Foursome, the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast team. We're going to be taking a look at some news today, but probably no news. News, news, news. Uh, is bigger than the news that Microsoft is acquiring uh, Activision Blizzard and was it King? I think it is as well. Yeah, like King? all of it. The whole Kring? Lot. The whole thing. Is it Kring? King? King. King. Know. King. It's the ones that own uh, Candy uh, Crush. Uh, they, King. Have they yeah. just basically bought out everyone? They pretty well, much. Well, we'll get, we'll get that. Sort of getting there, aren't they? Yeah. And but Sony before, are next. Absolutely. <laughs> but before we dive into that, quick introductions all round. Duncan, hello. Bonjour. Dan, hello. Hi, Tom. Can I just quickly get a quick round of fuck PlayStation? Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck PlayStation. Yeah, fuck you, PlayStation. Fuck you, PlayStation. You suck balls. <laughs> um, and yeah. uh, hello, Dan. Hi. <laughs> uh, hello, Russ. Good evening. Hello, and Tom. I'm, of course, Tom. As I said, this is a news podcast. Dan's <laughs> favourite format. And uh, we obviously, as I've said, you know, the big news at the moment that we're all reeling from is Microsoft acquiring yet another massive amount of companies for an ungodly amount of money um and uh, i'll hand over to dan um to kick us off because well his name should say it all fuck bobby kotick <laughs> what a fucking dickhead um so there is a lot to unpack with this we we should let's do we get the serious stuff out of the way mm, and sure. how fucking horrible an organization activision blizzard actually is that xbox have just bought like we, we should probably talk about like all the the, the 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 downside of things which is that that it's a big corporation that's acquired another big corporation and that generally isn't good uh for business in general but on top but as gamers we might win at least short term when all those wonderful games as, come to game as Pass. people that own xboxes as people that own xboxes we might be okay with that um there's a PlayStation. Fuck you, PlayStation. <laughs> there is a there's a dark side to all of this though, which is that Activision Blizzard have been going through some serious issues like from a number of different angles, uh, whether it be sexual harassment, whether it be the way it, it treats its staff in terms of working conditions in general, they are not a fucking lovely company. And people Bobby Kotick, the the or Kotick or whatever however you pronounce his fucking name, I try Cock. not Cocktick. Yeah, um, is at the centre of all of this, uh, having known about all of it and having uh, uh, information that basically he withheld because essentially it meant that he earned more money and he earned his shareholders more money. So let's start with the fact that he's going to be still with the company until the end of the year, which is when the acquisition will go through next year. And at that point, he should step down. Stepping down, we'll get I, into... I suspect yeah. he might not be given a lot of choice about that. 
I don't think he will either. So, so the, the hope is the first thing that that I think any of us should want from all of this is for Microsoft to in, improve the working practices of Activision and Blizzard. That should be the that, most important thing that happens now. That has been the biggest comment about it on Twitter. Going, yeah. so you're now going to make sure they're not a massive pile of shit yeah. to everyone. So if you want some of the accusations that have been levelled at, at Blizzard, I've brought some up here. Uh, Miss Stein, 28, who worked for Activision. This is on The Verge, um, uh, from The Verge, sorry. 2014 to 2017, a customer service role. Uh, Miss Stein said she was, uh, she once, she had once declined drugs that her manager offered her at a holiday party, 2014, uh, which source soured her, their relationship and hampered her career, uh, suggesting she might be in some freaky stuff and asking what type of pornography she watched. This is at work, by the way. She said she had also overheard male colleagues joking that some women had their jobs only because they performed sexual favors to male superiors. So that's a good start. Nice one, Activision there. Um, we've got Emily Mitchell. When she got to a table, she said she was asked about the penetration testing position. She worked for a cyber, a black hat cybersecurity uh, conference, and she worked for a cybersecurity company. Uh, penetration testing or pen test, pen testing is the industry term for a security audit. Audit. Mitchell said she was wearing a T-shirt made by cybersecurity company Secure State, which had penetration expert on the front. One of the Blizzard employees first asked if she was lost. Another one asked if she was at the conference with her boyfriend. Another one asked even knew what pen testing was. One of them asked me when was the last time I was personally penetrated, if I liked being penetrated, and how often I got penetrated. These guys are real pieces of shit. Now, as it turns out, it looks like um they've got rid of 44 members of sorry they've got rid of 37 members of staff because of this sorry 37 members of staff have now left the company because of this mm. which is uh, their much more pr friendly way of putting it and 44 other members of staff have been reprimanded uh, this goes deeper than this there are reports of rape there is reports of a woman who committed suicide because a picture of her vagina was sent around the entire company basically this is a fucking disgusting company that needs a gutting of all the horrible issues they have going there. And that's the first thing Microsoft needs to deal with. The second thing Microsoft needs to deal with is the fact that Raven um, have fired a number of their uh, quality control testers. And as a result, half that company is on strike at the moment. Uh, and what we're seeing is that Call of Duty Warzone uh, is a buggy piece of shit because they've got no quality control testers on it at the moment because they've half of them walked out and are mm. on strike and it's all because of the working practices put in place by one mr bobby kotick at the top of activision blizzard um this is is a massive issue and essentially he has made a career from making shareholders money by uh making making uh, employees redundant when they fulfill their usefulness there is no kind of like holdover employees. There's no belief that you get the best out of your employees by keeping them on, training them and getting them to do the job the best they possibly can. It's all about um, getting them in for a short period of time on, on the lowest contract possible and then getting them out of the building. Mm. So in the long run, does mm. this mean that actually Activision and Blizzard might just exist as a name only? I know. Just... So, 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 I mean, you've got to remember there are actually good people that work for these companies. Yeah, people that but actually what I mean is I that... I wouldn't be surprised if Activision as a name disappears, just gets absorbed into Microsoft because it's it's the most kind of tainted and it's it's a publisher, isn't it? It yeah. doesn't actually make anything. 
Yeah. So, so, you know, it's not a studio. They could quite easily just sort of absorb the functions and yeah. just call it, you know, call it part of Xbox or whatever. That's kind of what I mean is that they'll potentially just keep the people that are useful, mm. the good ones that are yeah. useful, because well, there's obviously mm. are good people there. It's just I mean, getting it's, treated it's like not going to be. It's not going to be as simple as that. So mm. obviously, Kotick does seem to be like the nexus of this culture, mm. and he he actively he's going to have to go for anything. Bit. Anything kind of credible, any credible change mm. will only be possible if he's gone, I think. So uh, is this... I, and I would imagine that, you know, Mike, they know what's going on. Mm. You don't spend $70 billion on, on something without doing your research. So I, I would be amazed if the contract does not include provision for him being paid off and leaving. So is this Microsoft just basically becoming the majority shareholder? Or have they completely bought it out? They have actually pretty cash, cash they, purchase. Yeah, they've just. It's, it's not been completely finalised yet, but basically they are just slapping down a massive gold bar and taking over. They're yeah. buying all the shares at a rate. I think it was published at ninety-five dollars per share. Forty-five percent <laughs> premium on the share price or something. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's they're not. They're not. I mean, it's not a cheap. I mean, this is the biggest deal in the games industry of any type ever. Basically, yeah. so. Yeah, this was. Yeah, this is basically handing over all the money's going well. So it's a huge deal. Obviously, Microsoft aren't just doing this for the fun of it. They no. see a lot of value in here, but they will. And Microsoft is a, is an organisation that is very conscious of this sort of thing. And very, it's, it's quite kind of well sensitive of how it's perceived. It's so it will not that. want this sort of stuff following it around. There's always going to, you know, there will always be. Yeah. An organization of that size, well, there's always going to be something, it's, but it's, it's not going to want this poisonous culture absorbed. No, no definitely not. It's funny you mentioned that because the newly appointed Microsoft gaming CEO, Phil Spencer, um, who is someone I've generally had a lot of time for by reports, people that have worked with him said that he's he's a good person to work but with. But he has yeah. stolen a lot of our ideas. He has yeah. from his fucking bathtub. From his, from his bathtub. bathtub. Yeah, yeah. Phil Spencer in his bathtub. We haven't used that nearly enough. Um, but um <laughs> He he um, sent an email out to the to the staff, and it's I think it's quite encouraging. Uh, welcome back from the holidays to start. I'd like to thank everyone for all the hard work and dedication they have built this business uh, and the community. Obviously, today's agreement to acquire Activision Blizzard is incredibly exciting. In fact, it's a milestone for our company, our business, and our industry. And I and I and the entire gaming leadership team are deeply enthusiastic about this opportunity. We announced this morning that we have surpassed twenty five million Game Pass subscribers across console, cloud, and PC. Uh, as players and partners, we all know how talented and dedicated the teams and studios across Activision Blizzard are. Oh, excuse me. Uh, the legendary games and franchises across the company have delighted millions of people for decades. Coming together, we can accelerate our mission to extend the joy and community of gaming to everyone. We have the capability and opportunity to build the simply the best, most engaging, most fun entertainment ecosystem anywhere. Microsoft is committed to our journey of inclusion in every aspect of gaming amongst employees and players we deeply value individual studio culture we also believe that creative success and autonomy go hand in hand with treating every person with dignity and respect we hold all teams and our and all leaders to this commitment we're looking forward to extending our culture of proactive inclusion to the great teams across activision blizzard so when they acquired bethesda it was very much we're gonna let bethesda go do what yeah, they want they, they didn't say that did they? i mean that's no. a, that's about as close to saying we're going to change everything yes yeah. exactly yeah so and that kind of like that kind of it, it will not be quick. It's not an overnight thing to right. change a culture like that. 
but I th- you know th- this kind of event means they can go in there they can they can wield some fairly hefty axes and get rid of people that they know are going to be an issue what was that top it, um, it was a happy birthday balloon from my wife's 40th that was was creeping in it was being blown by a little heat a little fan i have in here and, and i've just i've moved it sorry i didn't mean it to, to <laughs> that's try. funny that's a, um I, I think that is encouraging i think that what i say with bethesda they've just left them to their own device i think microsoft needs to be very hands-on with this and it's and really encouraging i mean like that that's saying exactly the right thing We'll have to see if it actually happens because it's just an email at the moment. It is, yeah. But you know, you would. I, I don't have much reason to think that they wouldn't mm. be putting a lot of effort into realigning the culture. And yeah, I, I would expect that Activision as an entity will disappear. Yeah, and I be absorbed so. into other teams. The studios will be managed in the same way that all the other Xbox studios are. They don't have a publisher sitting between them and Microsoft. So Microsoft uh, is the publisher. Uh, Dan has said games developers should start forming unions and striking if they want better pay and better working conditions. This is one of the things Raven are actually doing at the moment while they're striking as well. Yeah, trying to unionize, which I think is it would be good for a games industry that that is. Uh, it's easy to forget how young the games industry is and how it keeps making really dumb mistakes, like repeatedly. And that would be a good way of waking up the entire industry. I think I think that's a really good show. Yeah. The interesting I, thing is, though, that it's it's almost you know, and I hate to draw parallels with with crimes that we've seen that you know some might describe as worse mm. than you know what is undoubtedly an, an awfully an awful mm. um, toxic work environment, utterly toxic, mm. dripping with radiation, horrible. Mm. Um, but of course, you know, there's that there's that whole the whole sable. Um, you know, uh, inquiries that went on, mm. people people knowing about it, blowing the whistle when they could, and and you know, people trying to bring this to light and and stuff. I think the the state of of um, of Activision was one of those industry sort of it was a it was a known secret that people spoke about every now and then in hushed tones. But of course, the name Activision was you know it's 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 a great name to have on mm. your CV. And the, the thing that has dismayed me the most is reading some of the witness um, statements, some of the people who suffered at the hands there, who all started, who start most of them with, well, I'd heard stories and mm. I'd heard, you know, I'd been warned when I first went, you know, when I was first telling people I'd applied and, and, and stuff, you know, I'd been given warnings, but I didn't, I honestly didn't think it was as bad as it was going to turn out to yeah. be. Mm. And that's the, those are the bits that make me most upset, really, that people know about it and honestly can't bring it to light enough for things to actually change until it becomes a scandal of this proportion people Um, get their dream job and then mm. this happens and that's fucking and some just you know in their statements were saying they just soldiered on Mm. they just they just went on because they wanted to get a few years there under their belt and they they put up with it i read one uh, pc gamer actually spoke to Mm. three former female Mm. former members of staff former female members of staff not formerly female, but former female mm. members of staff is the right way to put it. Um, and one of them was saying how, you know, alcohol fuel parties with yeah. all the most toxic male members of staff would described as a frat happen. house is what I frat I've heard. house, yeah. yeah, with with women being invited to them, you know, and encouraged to you know debase themselves, and and it's it's heartening to hear that 
you know, some of the people interviewed by in that article were mm. smart enough to just get out of there and go and not go into that party. But some, but one of them was saying, well, I went into one of them and it was awful and I hated it and I felt awful and I avoided this member. I tried to avoid this particular member mm. of staff, you know, and, and it just paints a picture of an incredibly humiliating environment to work in. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's awful, really. It, it's, it also just brings home how lucky a lot of us are to work mm. in companies that aren't like yeah. that at all. Um, you know, I'm, I count myself very lucky to work with um, a very diverse um, gender and belief and, you know, religious, um, a, a religious belief, a, you know, a team of people who are incredibly diverse and all encouraged and all have the same opportunities. Um, well, Mike, well, um, Phil Spencer just released his his top team, basically. There's 13 people. And in those 13 people, then seven of them are women. And there's a variety of different ethnicities in there as well. And it's it's one of those things that it, I, I, it shouldn't be an issue to say, for me to actually say that that is a good thing. But but then you see so many, uh, particularly games companies that are just... Yeah, especially in the all, games industry. Yeah, look at all these That's, white dudes that are at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it used to be the case about politics. I mean, do you mm. remember when, I mean, th this is the thing. You remember when Tony Blair first came to power in 97, it only took a couple of weeks before he named his cabinet and mm. the Sun um, published that spread, you know, Blair's Babes, making yeah. a big song and dance about the fact that he had quite a lot of female members of his cabinet and yeah. junior ministry. Um, you know, I think the world has moved on quite a bit for being amazed that there's a woman who can do a job that is tradition that was traditionally filled by men purely because of whatever was you know the the sort of the societal norm of the time mm. you know mm. it shouldn't matter and, and like you say it's almost that you, there is that moment where you find yourself saying things like you know it's great to see so many women on that board actually it shouldn't even you know it's great to see so many people who've been picked because they know what they're doing mm. um you know and and that surely should be the point um, yeah I, mean, I, don't, I don't think there the, should be yeah sorry duncan go on there's that's a great book called Invisible Women, mm. and it makes a lot of these points, especially because and actually highlights the issues within. Uh, it wasn't actually the game development, mm. though games did come up. It was mainly in like Silicon Valley, in the com, in places actually like Google, mm. and uh, where they they are supposed to be a meritocracy, but for some reason, uh, because they also rely on algorithms. For some reason, the way the algorithms have been devised have actually, because of it's usually a bloke, a white male devising the algorithm, that the algorithm picks up more on the male characteristics. So they've, act, you know, they're, yes. though they talk about meritocracies, they don't, they doesn't exist. And actually, the, it's not the gaming, but it's actually a lot of the computer industry. Mm. This book was actually highlighting that actually the computer industry um, had a problem. I mean, in my own experience, yeah, the, I mean, why well, I always said to Emma, academic world is terrible for it still, mm. but it is changing. It's just changing slowly, but because dinosaurs still roam the land, um, which is a very, very sad, but true uh, case. And, it, you know, you shouldn't be like amazed that there's a woman in aquaculture mm. but not that long ago uh there used to be an award uh that was given out for uh women in aquaculture mm. and one woman won it because she was basically the only one and that was 
like terrible mm. <laughs> like that's quite depressing that you know it, so it's it shouldn't be highlighted but it probably is important to highlight because it's still a really really real problem yeah mm. Yeah, it, it is important to highlight it. We, it. You should be aiming to get to the point where it's just taken for granted and people don't really comment about it. But at the moment, it absolutely should be highlighted mm-hmm. and, and it should be recognised and appreciated when it, when it does happen. Yeah. So, so, I mean, so the other thing, this is obviously Microsoft know that like they are becoming responsible mm. for these employees and they know that the eyes of the industry are going to be firmly on them. And it's not even just the, the games industry. You see you see articles about Activision mm. in the mainstream press. Yeah. So they're not going to they're not going to take this on if it's going to turn into a PR shitstorm for them. They they know that they need to be proactive and be seen to be doing things yeah. to improve the conditions there. Well, so absolutely. I'm I'm hoping that a lot of the people that work at Activision were very happy to hear this news. Well, potentially, uh, well, apparently it's been a mixed bag of people that are actually trying to actively do something like the people at Raven who are slightly concerned that this is now just going to get lost in the mix um, whilst they're trying to actually make a point and, and people that are genuinely happy that, that some pieces of shit have gone. Um, but um, I do think, um, I do think uh, it, it's... Microsoft only had the opportunity to buy Activision in the first place was because their share prices dropped so low. Um, and admittedly, you know, 70 million is still, 70 billion, sorry, is still not a drop in the ocean, is it? But it's, it, 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 it was still cheaper than they would have been, say, a year ago. And, I mean, that, that, is, that is one of the consequences yeah. of, of acting like this. You, yeah. If you treat your people like shit and it gets in the news, your share price will get tanked and your company will get taken over. Yeah, it's really interesting actually because my the owner and operator of the company I work for has always said what Richard Branson has always mm. said, which is if you look after the people, everything else takes care of itself. Mm. You will have an engaged workforce that will work harder for your customers, that will work harder for your business, and it's not just good enough these days to look after people. If you know what I mean, you have to help them, develop them, coach them, promote them, instill good values in them. Um, And unfortunately, that is just not what was happening. I mean, and fundamentally, this is the point, you know, it surely shouldn't matter that it's a games company, you know, because at the end of the day, it's like, it's a company, you know, it operates on the same lines uh, as any other company. It's Mm. it's creating a product and it has a workforce that is driven to create uh, and some of those people manage and some of those people lead. Some of those people are the people on the front line. It shouldn't matter. Um, mm. You know, what you want in a company is to instill the kind of um, anecdotal uh, love for your work. Like the um, the brilliant story from NASA that always gets turned out at this point is that, you know, when people were walking around the NASA offices in the 60s, they asked a janitor, what are you doing? Um, and instead of saying I'm cleaning shit off the floor or vomit from last night's party, he said, I'm helping put a man on the moon. You want people to have that sort of engagement with it, whether you are cleaning toilets in an office all the way up, you are a part of that family. You are a part of that kind of thing. So um, here's a, here's a rundown of what Bobby Kotick stands to earn, depending on the circumstances that he leaves in and bearing in mind, he's in the middle of a federal investigation um, that, and he, there's a year before before Microsoft fully acquire Activision. <laughs> so in the event of death, he stands to make 252 million. 
uh, disability. Okay, but he, but he will be dead. Yeah, but he's, you know, payment out to his family. Yeah, but uh, he, he doesn't get to enjoy it, though. No. Termination by Activision Blizzard for cause, $264,000. Termination by Activision Blizzard without cause or termination by employee for good reason, $265 million. Uh, termination by Activision Blizzard without cause or termination by employee for good reason following a change of control, $292,970,341 billion. Million dollars, sorry, not billion. Yeah. Um, See, now this this is the point, isn't it, though? Yeah. Because surely in his contract, it must have said somewhere, I will uphold the values of Activision. I won't turn it into a fucking toxic mm. workplace. This is almost well, like... That's, that's where that termination for cause thing is. But it's, al- um, but it's almost at the point where you see these people about to walk away. You know, I don't care whether it's $256 million or whether it's $260,000. It's still people walking away with a lot of money after mm. completely destroying yeah, I mean, the business they've been in. It's like Sir Fred Goodwin with the RBS, uh, mm. with basically drilling RBS into a massive hole yeah. and walking away with his pension completely intact. Because I guarantee you, at no point in his contract did it actually say, I hereby solemnly swear to destroy this bank. Mm. And subject to those terms, I will still get my pension. It's just, it's fundamentally the greasy, awful side of yeah. the business world that these executives have contracts like this. It so, is utterly unthinkable. If you've promoted a toxic culture in your workplace, yeah that has destroyed your the, the view and the perception of your business in the eye of the general public, you haven't done a good job. No. No, no, he, he is culpable for all of this, and he is in the middle of a federal investigation. So what we are hoping for is termination by Activision Blizzard for cause, where in which case he only gets $264,000. Oh, dear, didn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, termination by Activision, so, but most likely if this is, if none of this has gone through by the time... Microsoft actually acquire Activision Blizzard, then he's set to make $292 million. Piece I mean, of fucking shit. Yeah, but, it, you know... Uh, but there's a federal investigation. Yeah. Isn't there that line in in um, the social network mm. where, they, where she says, you know, you are going to have to settle and you're going to have to pay a little extra, but in the grand scheme of things, it's a, it's a speeding ticket. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe it's even even that amount of money is not and is not a um, insurmountable amount of money to pay to get rid of the problem at its roots and hopefully mm. excise it from the industry as a whole yeah. because there's no way that guy's getting employment in the games industry again. No, he's he's fucked. He, no, he's he's in his sixties. He's going to retire now. Uh, got a theory. Okay. Uh, well, uh, let me just um, say that. It's 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 a very real chance that he walks away with a lot of money, but oh, then you have sorry. to weigh up going: Are the staff going to be happier at least? It still leaves a really bad taste in my mouth. But at least the, the possibility that the staff will be happier makes me slightly happier about it. Yeah, yeah. there's there's not really an option yeah. that ends with something like satisfying. Mm. He's going to walk away with a lot of money. That's just yeah. how the world works, unfortunately. Uh, Duncan, thanks. What are you can say, sorry, buddy. So my current working yes. theory on uh, mainly because yeah. so like I've co-founded uh, a lovely company yeah. with lovely uh, wonderful person uh, Paddy and she and I've shared my theory with her because I've been dealing with various other problematic people and generally when I've had disgruntled arguments 
with well not arguments but debates sometimes online or with some of the issues I've come across and the people that really rile other people up generally seem to be white men mm-hmm. that are in their late 50s or early 60s and they hold some very weird views and like this is an old man thing this is just the problem these are the problems and it's in very particular industries which are basically revolve around some form of engineering i think where you should be slightly concerned is that these people also brought up a bunch of 20 year olds that have very similar views now yeah well yes i mean i'm it's um, Every time, like, we had a meeting with the robotics guy. And, uh, no, I didn't. I couldn't make it in the end. But um, he creeped, you know, Paddy came away going, I just didn't like him. He was weird and patronised me and stuff. I was like, oh, I never got that. But what age do you think he is? And she was like, well, probably, like, late 50s, early 60s. So like, Boom, he's an engineer and he's at that. So it's that kind of, oh, it's just, a, it is an awkward but they're not even, you know, they're, they're a bit younger than my dad. And I mm. don't think my dad is that. But it might be, I don't know. But okay, it's, it's not just, like, it's interesting. It's not all. Yeah, it's, it's not a blanket. It's, it's yeah. It's a blanket. You can't, you can't. I mean, think of the government. What are they? If not in their 50s and well, white. They're, 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 they're fucking cunts. stinky. That's what they are. Yeah. They're, they're fucking well, Like people <laughs> who are of that age in the games industry are the people that were there from the beginning. And they like, they have that yeah. sense of we invented this. We made this. Yeah. We created this in our image. It was full of, and like, you know, when it was a brand new industry, it was, it was full of people. That was their passion. Mm. And they did that. 24-7, but this was like little teams of people, you know, frantically just trying to get something made. It's not that anymore. Mm. And you can't white men run it in like their it 60s is. are the fucking problem. Well, yeah, but I mean, He's speaking of someone who will be a white man in his 60s and not all that long, you know, let's let's try and let's try and change that. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. We're I mean, I'm hoping that we will be future, but I have pointed this out. And if uh, if it turns out I become like that, then I'm willing to be told. And then I'll just go and leave everyone be. Top it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, an interesting comment has actually come yeah. through here. Yeah. So, uh, funny Richard Branson gets mentioned despite asking his Virgin Atlantic staff to take eight weeks unpaid leave during the height of COVID. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that that's not a bad business decision and doesn't look good from the outside looking in. Mm. But um, there were a lot of a lot of companies that you know found it difficult to access the furlough scheme properly. I don't know whether Virgin Atlantic were as well. I I personally took a pay cut for mm. four months to keep working. Yeah, but Virgin um, Atlantic were they were one of the cheekier companies. They were quite cunty with it. Yeah, asking for huge amounts of government bailouts when yeah. he's spending all his spaffing all his money on spaceship trips. Mm. It's, um, it's again, not a good look. Again, though, I, I mean, you know, I was using it as a as a general intention mm. uh, on part of Branson. Oh yeah, yeah. I've very outspoken about that. I think the best way of putting it is that he should have followed his own advice. Mm. in that situation so yeah um wasn't well, he has a thing where like the people that work for his company like the main bit of his company like the culture there is you can take you don't have a set amount of holiday you just take holiday whenever you feel like you need it but that does not extend to the people that are driving trains on yeah. virgin um east coast or whatever it was called before it got taken over and doesn't extend to the cabin crew on virgin atlantic and all that kind of stuff so he's got some he's got some good ideas and yeah. theories. 
struggles a bit to actually put them into effective practice throughout all parts of his organization. Absolutely. We- and look, there are, you know, yeah, I think that there's, there's good things to take from it. There's bad things to take from it. Yeah, he but- does have, and I think this is one of the best rich dude flexes in the world. On his private island, there's a toilet, which is just a toilet on the edge of a cliff with nothing around it at all. So basically like... That's the dream. Basically like Rick Sanchez's toilet planet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, I mean, you have weird dreams. Should we move on? <laughs> um, so, I mean, more fun stuff. Troy Baker uh, has backed an NFT firm uh, and done it in quite an antagonistic way. We're using the line either hate or create. Now, he's since backtracked because this company turned out to be a bunch of fucktards. But um, he has um, the fact that he he backed this really, I mean, he was trending just below Joe Rogan, I think, for the longest time. Essentially, the, his idea, what, well, he, what he thought the company was, was you take um, uh, AI-created voice uh, modulation uh, and then people that are making smaller games can uh, pay this company a smaller amount than paying Troy Baker to come in and just use his voice files essentially in their game. But it's since come out that the company that he he backed has been stealing voice files from other people already because that's what right. Crypto Bros seem to fucking love doing. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on with NFTs for starters? What the fuck is going on with the Crypto Bros? And I, I did giggle a bit when I found out that $15 million worth of Ethereum was stolen from one of these uh, online banks. so I, I mean, speaking about crypto, did you see yeah. that last year the figures have come out that North Korea yeah. um, were the ones that uh, were the country, the, the yeah. well, the sort of terrorist state, if you want to call them that, the, yeah. the state that stole the most cryptocurrency? Um, it was, uh, it, I, I'll, I'll dig up the figure. Um, I mean, obviously, you guys can talk about it yourself for a moment, but there was, it was on uh, PC Gamer, and I'll find the exact figure, but it's a great article, just seeing what they were stealing. Uh, Dan, I, I totally agree. I don't think we should look, rely on business leaders to look out for us out of their own good, what will slash morals. No, I, I agree. But, I mean, what else have we got at the moment? We've got ourselves, and that's about it. Um, what happens uh, if I become a business leader? What? Oh, I'll fucking, I, I won't try. I don't trust you already, Duncan, so, you know. Here we go. In a report by Chain Analysis, this is from PCGamer.com, <laughs> it's expected that North Korean hackers made off with at least 400 million US dollars worth of digital assets over the course of the past year. And it says, this is my favourite line of the whole thing, they're unlikely to give it back. <laughs> 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 absolutely brilliant uh the article was written by hope corrigan who is rapidly becoming one of my favorite features writers on um uh, on pc gamer because she always deals with these sort of industry columns and they're just they're brilliant she's such a good writer i'm gonna say again dan you're preaching to the choir it's about leverage and bargaining power which is why forming unions and striking is so important i totally agree i completely agree i, th- th- I don't agree with anything don't disagree with anything you're saying um you know, we're just saying what's happening in that that some things are slightly better than other things that are actually really, really shit. Um, and ideally, we'd like everything to be really, really good. Uh, so I am I'm fully on board with that. Uh, crypto- oh, no, can I just jump in here? Sorry, I know it's all about leverage and bargaining power, but I have to say that at the height of COVID, for example, we at Valorop, sorry, yeah. we at the company I work for, mm. all looked towards our leader. Mm. to you know andy to lead us 
Mm. Um, and he is a business leader, a man who's made millions of pounds because of the hard sweat pouring off of his forehead every single day. And we did look out to him and he has an incredibly strong set of morals and principles mm. and values that he tries to instill at every level of his company. He's, he's per- perhaps the exception that proves the rule. But I think if you've got a good one, you know, you've got a good one. And well, yeah. And rely on them and look to them for leadership and guidance. I think the problem is there is a lot of cunts out there. Uh, that's that's the biggest issue. There is, but anything. just because they're good at business, I don't think they should be tarred. I, and again, I'm not saying anyone said that. I'm just saying that I don't think you can no, tar everyone with the same you, brush. You can. You, you, you can't, can't tar you can't them if they're not looking after their employees. You, you can't that's, define any group yeah. and say, these people are all arseholes. Yeah. The people that are arseholes are arseholes. Are the arseholes, yeah. You, and they're everywhere. They're all over the place. What's what's bad is when they're in a position of power and influence over other people. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, hopefully it all. Do, do you see this thing about his big idea to, um, to, to, to change the public narrative about Activision? His idea was to buy PC yes, games. Yes, I was going to mention this, yeah. And presumably have them just churn out loads of articles talking about how great they are now. Yeah, I mean, he obviously took a, leaf out, took a leaf out of the British government's book, but, uh, you know. I was going to say, it sounds very Murdoch, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it, yeah. It's very, I mean, it's like, amazing. You are, the you are admitting you've got, got a problem there where you think you need to buy a media outlet to churn out your party line. Boris Johnson apologises for parties, says the Mail. Boris Johnson apologises for parties, says the Mirror. Boris Johnson apologises for parties, says the... the, 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 Sun. the, the not, not the Sun. The Sun would be commenting on something completely different. Pound holiday to France or something like that. Or not, probably, actually, at the moment, thinking about it. But, uh, yeah, it's funny how they, they, they seem to... No, because a holiday to France now would be a minimum £7. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's bound into France at the moment. I, don't, are we, I think we're still banned from France, aren't we? Probably. <laughs> God, we've just gone the way of all of our football hooligans. It's mm. so bad. Uh, so, yeah, Crypto.com reportedly serves hack uh, losing $15 million in Ethereum. Hmm. <laughs> Cool. Can you imagine that Alan Partridge shrugging gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's some more good news. CPUs mm. and GPUs are going to be more expensive in 2022. Right. Yay. Is that if, if they actually exist? And they're always <laughs> more expensive, aren't they? They exist because I've seen them on YouTube channels. <laughs> um, that's, that's the only way we'll ever get oh, to Is it graphic way. cards that you have? That don't exist at the moment. Well, that they that is the the the, the chips in graphics cards and CPUs. So yeah, and everything uh, else and cars well. and, and personal cars, devices yeah. and yeah, yeah. So that happened. Um, um, PC Gamer actually published a very funny list of. Uh, I'll just I'll just say go go on to pcgamer.com after this yeah. anyone and look at the twenty eight things that are possible once Microsoft owns Activision Blizzard because some mm. of them are absolutely hilarious. Yeah. The first one just tickled me because of what we were talking about. It just says Apple feels serious feel fear of missing out and panic buys Electronic Arts for sixty eight point eight billion. For <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. So like I mean. Yeah, there are there are huge cultural and business implications to this. But what's this going to do for Game Pass? So, oh, I'm so glad <laughs> you, you mentioned PlayStation. That. Uh, a Game Pass, <laughs> fuck you, PlayStation. A Game Pass will receive a ton of Activision Blizzard games following acquisition. It's been reported, apparently, which you know is, is a no-brainer, really. So, I'm assuming we are set to get like the entire Call of Duty back catalog. Do you remember how, like, Probably. when when Bethesda, like. We're done with the negative stuff. The negative stuff is really, really shit, and there is a lot of negative stuff. But also, short term, let's let's take this as a little win. Um, for, it's not, for it's not negative stuff. Like I, 
broadly, I'm yeah. seeing this as a good thing, both yeah. for the company and the people that work there broadly, yeah. and people with Xboxes. Yeah. The only people who are fucked over by this, hopefully, are Bobby Kotick yeah. and PlayStation owners. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is, I suppose, if you like, Microsoft, yeah. like, they make a lot of noise about like making games more accessible to more people. Yeah. Which is true if they have a Game Pass subscription. Yeah. Like they are starting to look a little bit dangerously monopolistic at this but, point. Okay. But in terms of revenue, they are still the third biggest company behind Tencent and Sony. So it's, 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 it's yes, it's, it's getting there, but there's no way this is going to be stopped. So mm. um, it's, so, so Game Pass, what they're saying about getting players out to everyone, um, yeah, Jack's pointing out, Microsoft now owns Spyro and Crash, the two mascots that built PlayStation. Um, but um, <laughs> it's, um, I don't really hate PlayStation. I want to stress that, by the way, but uh, it's still quite funny. It's really um, very validated in your console choice right now. Oh, yeah. Look, exactly. we're, just do- we're doing it because it's a catchphrase that we can put on merch when yeah, this all takes off. <laughs> Um, so I mean, I don't. They haven't announced everything that's that's coming to Game Pass. They did announce nine more games to Game Pass, which I will tell you what they are as soon as I find the little tab that I've got open for it. Um, but um, can I yeah, quickly read you yeah. number twenty-seven on the list? Please of, do. Uh, yeah. for, 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 this is this is a work of genius. Yeah. Uh, full credit to PC Gamer for this one. As the New York Times correctly purports, the 68.7 billion de- uh, billion sale is about one thing only, the metaverse. Using yes. the extreme body heat of all the constantly furious Call of Duty players it now owns and has placed into Matrix like energy pods filled with pink <laughs> jello, Microsoft is the first to develop and unveil the metaverse. Mark Zuckerberg is crushed to lose the battle for the metaverse and renames Meta to The Facebook. But as foretold by Justin Timberlake in that movie, the the isn't clean and the Facebook quickly tanks. Its users, hungry for a constant stream of COVID conspiracy theories and MLM schemes, flock to Microsoft's new metaverse. Meanwhile, Tim Sweeney's heartbreakingly beautiful vision of a metaverse a place where automobile manufacturers can more easily sell you a car tragically never comes to pass despondent and drunk on catfish flavored moonshine he deletes Fortnite by smashing its servers with the blunt end of an axe because that's how people dramatically destroy servers in movies with nowhere to yell the n-word while dressed as bananas white preteens flock to microsoft's new metaverse along with old and bewildered former the facebook users but the metaverse turns out to be just minecraft in vr which has been available since like 2016 microsoft <laughs> quickly goes under and people with nothing left to do immediately crash Twitter by sharing too many Wordle scores. With gaming and the internet destroyed, the new dark age of Earth begins and only a nameless few survive. <laughs> That's great. I mean, it it's probably really will happen. That sounds, sounds about right, really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I'm quite enjoying th- Wordle. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> like, I, I tried <laughs> so hard not to. Yeah. Um, so here's, here's nine games, nothing to do with Activision Blizzard, but nine games that are coming to Game Pass, definitely. Uh, they, they won't be able to announce any Activision stuff yet. It's too no. early, way too early. No, but we'll get to that in a second anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ro- Ronpa, uh, Trigger Happy Havoc, uh, Nobody Saves the World. They are already on there now, as of mm-hmm. yesterday. As of mm-hmm. tomorrow, we've got Death Store, which is excellent if you haven't played that already. The Hitman Trilogy is coming to uh, all nice. formats on Game Pass. Uh, Paparazzi, which uh, by name alone has me interested. Uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction, Tom Clancy, which is a uh, day one release, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six Siege Deluxe Edition, Windjammers 2. Uh, we have January 27th, Taco no Tatsujin, 
And that's the ones that have been announced there. So in terms of the ones that we, we can expect from Activision, like, let, I mean, the pie in the sky ones, obviously, that World of Warcraft is coming to Xbox, mm. which is... Yeah, that's, that's yeah. really interesting. Um, well, it'll be coming to Game Pass, at least. It's maybe not, not actual Xbox. It's not, as far as I'm aware, and maybe Dan and Jack can comment on this better than I can, but it's not really a competitor to Final Fantasy XIV at the moment, which is massive. But it is something that Xbox doesn't have, um, and they have something that could at least come close to what Final Fantasy XIV is doing. As mm. That's potentially been an idea that I've seen floated, that, that finally you get... Uh, World of Warcraft on a console. Um, but then you've got all the Diablo games potentially coming to Game Pass. That's quite exciting. Starcraft as well. Starcraft, yeah. Starcraft 2. Uh, yeah. Jack says, I wonder if possibly we could get the old Guitar Heroes on Game Pass. Uh, he says, as he says, probably going to be tricky with music rights. Yeah, that's going to be the biggest issue. Yeah, also there's a couple of yeah. games that had Lost Profits songs on them, so they will probably be excised, you right? Can get them, you can get them th- those those songs off there, I'm pretty certain. Um, and also, if they're going to bring Guitar Hero back, they've got to bring DJ Hero back as well. DJ Hero was a <laughs> yeah. lot of fun. Dan's been scurrying in the loft. To get all the <laughs> yeah. Instruments back. yeah, exactly. Yeah, DJ Hero was was a lot of fun. Uh, all of the Tony Hawk games are owned by Activision. Oh, so we could get yeah, like we could get all of them coming to game. Do you remember when yes. Bethesda they announced Bethesda? Then all of a sudden, here's all the Fallout games. Here's all the Doom games. And it's like, oh my god, this is amazing! I'm yeah, there's a lot of thirty-seven. There's a lot of thirty-seven to forty-year-olds who just suddenly started crying at the thought of the Tony Hawk game. <laughs> yeah, suddenly yeah. <laughs> being able to play actual Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two again. Yeah, that was <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. Um, also, the Tony Hawk's games had amazing soundtracks. Yeah, that might be the, once again <laughs> the, 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 the soundtrack probably won't make it because yeah. you'd have to renegotiate the music rights separately. Um, so there's lots of stock music going to be yeah. in there. Mm. Obviously, like Overwatch. So Overwatch coming to Game Pass would be quite a nice thing, I think. And yeah, I, mean, I would imagine a sequel as well. That. Well, that's been that's been in the works for ages, but apparently, mm. like the problem is, Blizzard aren't producing anything good at the moment. Like all reports of any of everything they've got in the works aren't great, which includes apparently Diablo Four, which is slightly concerning. It is, um, but it should be. Uh, coming jack says we need a no way home style game with banjo crash spyro tony hawk and conquer teaming up to save the world <laughs> nice that would be fun um that'd be good yeah, oh so, conquer yeah bad fur day yeah i'd love to see that back on uh, some yeah. uh, back on some consoles uncensored yeah crash bandicoot potentially as well although i think they're already on there aren't they um overwatch starcraft all the Call of Duty games, obviously. I think that's that's probably the that's the one where they will not like that's what everyone thinks of immediately. So they're not going to have done this deal if they couldn't go. Oh, and by the way, here's all the Call of Duties for free on Game Pass day yeah. one. Like and they're going to what? want to do that. I'll fucking play them again. Like, I'll play I, them again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just I just hope the console ports of the I just hope the originals come with mm. them because the first two Call of Duties are sublime even yeah. today that yeah i never played this. them no me neither the second i think the first one was the first game to have a stalingrad based mm. level which just everyone lost their shit at because it was just it was like playing enemy at the mm. gates it was amazing <laughs> so amazing jack but they from... tried oh sorry sorry no, you, i'm gonna change subject so carry on sorry uh, 
I was just going to say, but they, you know, because they really tried. They tried to make it feel like you were in a war movie, mm. um, which incidentally is something actually we're going to be talking to a prestigious um, museum at some point about. We've been invited to talk to that. We're, we're mm. just firming up some dates at the moment. So we'll reveal more as we get close to that. But I've had some details come through, which are very Ooh. exciting that I'm going to share with you guys at some points. But yeah, keep your eyes to the ground, ears to the ground, eyes to the ground, everything. Yeah. Balls to the ground. Vaginas um, to the ground. We're all inclusive here. Yeah. Um, Jack also said, like I've said to Dan as well, I want the Age of Empire devs working on a new proper Worldcraft or Starcraft game as well. It's <laughs> like it's all together, and that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, your Jack also mentioned that Raven are the studio that brought us some of the Jedi Knight games, I believe. They brought Jedi Knight, yeah, Jedi Knight two, yeah, Jedi Outcast and, and Jedi Academy, Knight, Jedi Academy, yeah, yeah. OG COD two was was my favourite. Yeah, I think. Oh no! Uh, Modern Warfare Two was my favourite. Sorry, oh, COD no. Two. Yeah, yeah, COD Two was great. Um, yeah. The the house to house fighting and the um, the Pavlov's house mission uh, is still some of my favourite. And also the Navarone beach storming mm. was uh, was particularly good that in that game. It was yeah, it felt like a it included the Canadians. You fought as Canadians in it, which is brilliant because it wasn't a fucking war game that. Um, is this an actual real museum or Tom hiding behind a picture? <laughs> <laughs> it's a re- very good, very good, very good. Don't don't give away all our secrets because when people see behind the curtain, it's not it's not pretty. Um, what do you mean, Tom hiding behind a picture? It's actual Ewan McGregor. I, I didn't that know that's it. what he was talking about. McGregor, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Wait, do people think that's a picture and not really him? <laughs> yeah, no, he's just got he's got ridiculous. this weird skin condition that makes him look two D. Yeah, and he's he's practicing his ventriloquism, which is why his mm. his uh, his mouth doesn't move as well. He's very very talented. He's, he's... you know he's he's not just a triple threat. You know, <laughs> amazing. Um, uh, the then Jack, you know Jack, you're getting a hell of a shout out on this one. Um, also, uh, Raven made Ultimate Alliance, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. From what I remember. I seem to remember the, the the intro for that, and also that cool Wolverine game that was on PlayStation Two as well. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So lo- loads of stuff, but the, I mean the big ones are obviously anything Warcraft related, anything Overwatch related, and um, anything Call of Duty related. I think so. Mm-hmm. And Tony Hawk, I really want that now, but uh, we'll see what happens. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, so, so we'll do some quick news. Daniel Radcliffe cast as weird out. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic in Roku original film. Yeah, interesting. This. Yeah, I think it's quite good casting. I think he looks. A yeah, like him. Yeah. I mean, I would not have thought that Weird Al was someone in desperate need of a biopic, but why not? He's actually, he's, he's a pretty interesting and likable person by all accounts. Yeah, and hilarious. And if we get some cool Weird Al songs during the film, then that's what's, cool. What's your favourite Weird yeah. Al song? Uh, I love Amish Paradise. I was going to say Amish Paradise. <laughs> yeah, that's up there because <laughs> it's absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, there's something in the fridge as well. <laughs> it's uh, it's um the yeah it's uh it's the another Aerosmith parody, isn't it? So it's some based on th- something on the living on the edge yeah. or something, and uh, there's something on the fridge. Is 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 a great one. Uh, I'm beat it was great as well. So eat oh, yeah. it was great, and f- I'm fat <laughs> just was was great as well. So that's that's I like that one as well. I like his uh, the, the the tin foil one he does hmm. uh, of that lordy. 
Lord. How do you pronounce her name? Lordy? Lord. 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 With an E. Lordy with the uh, the metal band. Lordy with an E. Yeah. yeah, Lord. Yeah. Who it turns out is actually Randy Marsh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Um, I am Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> uh, Dan says, can Daniel Radcliffe act now? Remains to be seen. Oh, um, come off. Uh, he's good. Have you good. seen anything he's been in recently? He's good. He's yeah, a good actor. Sure, yeah. There he is. Did you watch um, Miracle Workers? No, I didn't watch that it's particular excellent. one particular thing. No. It's got Steve Buscemi in it. It's good. I went to see Equus, though, when he was in it. Did you? Yeah. Genuinely. That, that did believe. actually happen, yeah. So you saw his... Yeah. Swing Chong. I saw his unit, yeah. <laughs> So is one. I've never, you know, I, I never went to see it, but I have to ask you: uh, Is he packing? Yeah, so he does all right. He's he's fine. <laughs> good, good, good stuff. Good. I mean, I could see it, and I was quite far back, so you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Daniel says we because you had binoculars out, <laughs> yeah, and all you were doing was like this. <laughs> that was the whole the whole time. I was must have been quite off putting me just going. Show us dong. <laughs> <laughs> the whole yeah. time. Yeah. When when's the dong coming out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> These 3D glasses are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dan also says Weird Al's Eat It has to be his favourite. I, I think it might be yeah. it is a really good one. I uh, just love that bit where he goes, ah yeah. brings his hand back and he's got a mouse trap on it. Ah! <laughs> Was his performance in Equus a bit wooden? No. no. Uh, <laughs> No, intrinsically flaccid. Wasn't he in, uh, I never saw it, but wasn't he was in Women in Black? Was he? Women in Black in the film, yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, he's in the, the film, film version, yeah. I thought he meant the stage show. The stage show is still the scariest thing I've ever found. Yeah, the, the stage show always shits me up. Mm. That moment where the lights go up and the woman in black is craning over him while he's sitting in the chair every single oh. fucking time. Yeah, my, my wow. wife talks about that. They got taken to see it when they were doing like GCSE drama. Shit and like they didn't know what they're going for and she went to a girls school yeah so they're taking like this group of like 30 teenage girls and they were like um sir the posters say this is like quite scary and the teacher's <laughs> like you'll be fine get in there <laughs> and it traumatized all of them yeah it'll do that it'll do i don't that. want to give anything away just in case anyone wants to go see it is it still on I don't know. I think so, yeah. The Woman yeah. in Black. It's it's really fucking good. It is one of the most, yeah, really good. one of the most enduring stage shows of all time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Practically peed myself. I slept with the light on that night. <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> oh, so fucking scared. It makes it, it it makes the the notion of having a rocking chair anywhere in your house a complete no-go. It's like I am not having a rocking chair. Because that's always where the ghosts sit. Nope, not doing that. I, st- <laughs> I started reading it. Yeah. And I stopped because it was too scary. <laughs> I was there's, like, there's, I'm, just, oh, I'm just not doing this. I'm not doing this to myself. There's, there's one bit in, in the stage show that, that made me jump more than I've ever jumped at anything else in my life. And that's um, impressive considering your legs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had um, two friends and they both grabbed my arm at that particular <laughs> point as well, which only made me poo myself a little bit more. But, <laughs> but yeah. Um, we got a new D&D book coming out Monsters of the Multiverse showcases big changes to existing rules we won't go into that I don't think anyone really gives a shit about that but got 33 races 250 monsters it looks like quite a good book so mm-hmm. consolidating it's everything the, into one book the new um, Feywild one out yeah that's been out for a while that's, that's out yeah mm-hmm. it's been out for a while so yeah 
But this, so this this new one is concentrating on there's loads and loads of like playable um, new races, and it's kind of like yeah. consolidating stuff that's been published in yeah like various bits and bobs. Yeah, which is which is the right thing to do as well. It's the, it's the anti games workshop approach to it, but it is the right thing to do. Hmm. But yeah, yeah. Now this is gonna, this is going to be uh, this is going to be pretty cool. Uh, Star Trek Picard's John DeLance reveals why Q returns. Uh, is in fact a Q of 34 years ago, he said. It would be unseemly to be playing in that way. He's older, more mature, and a lot more focused in- individual with a very strong internal motivation and desire to get Picard to do something. But if I tried to do, do it the way I acted back then, I think it wouldn't be good. It is different, and it's intended to be a little different. Also, also I mean, the actor playing him is not an immortal space god, so he's aged. Are you sure? I'm pretty certain John Delancey is. So. <laughs> I, I, I will not hear anything different. Uh, have you guys seen the Moon Knight trailer? Yes. Uh, yeah, looks very intriguing. It does. So the big the big question is, do you like do you like Oscar Isaac's accent in it? Because I really yeah. like it. I think it's fine. I, I don't have an uh, issue with it. Yeah. I had no problems. I thought it was fine. Mm. It looked really good. It does look good, doesn't it? Have you seen there's been a sort of not really trailer? It's like a teaser for the Lord of the Rings shows. Yes. And the reveal it's going to be called the... Got it here, man. Was it The Rings of Power? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Which is interesting. Before we get to that, we've also got Ethan Hawke playing uh, Arthur Harrow, who looks like a real like Lord Summerisle kind of character. Oh, <laughs> Ethan Hawke. So I'm all, all for it. I'm all for this having shades of Wicker Man about it as well. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's fucking do this. I don't know much about Moon Knight, but it looks really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's very exciting. a guy who... Living a double life, basically. Imagine fight club in a comic. Yeah. Um, He has sleep problems. He's got. um, He seems to have multiple personalities that actually properly come to the fore. Mm. And uh, he's been chosen by an ancient Egyptian god to be his avatar. And so he goes out and at night, Mm. kicking ass, and he gets wrapped up in white so that the bad guy and thank you phil knuckles for this because phil filled us in uh, on this but he apparently wears white because make sure the bad guys know that he's coming yeah so like he's the antithesis of who he is in real life basically yeah which is the, the point of it so yeah but it has got the british it does look so good i, I love the build great, up yeah. the film the the trailer just makes it feel so different like it's obviously still kind of MC. It's still MCU, but mm. it's it's a bit darker. He's a more mentally unstable Batman. Jack says, "Yeah, yeah." It's like Batman that true. doesn't know he's Batman. Yeah. Um, and also, it's got uh, Moorhead and Benson directing, who did one of my favorite films of the last few years, The Endless. So, mm-hmm. so that makes me very happy. I'm, I'm. This is right up their alley. That when when someone suggested who would you have direct a video game movie, my first suggestion was Moorhead and Benson directing an oxen free film, and I would watch the shit out of that. That would be amazing. That that's the kind of thing, and this this kind of plays into exactly the the, the kind of thing they'll do. Uh, it's some sad news that Gaspard Yuliel uh, 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 died in a skiing accident as well. He's in the uh, Moon Knight TV series. Uh, it's said to be in a serious condition, but the French actor has since died. Um, riding along in the Alps when he suffered an accident on the slopes. So really sad news. Um, uh, Act from Moon Knight. Uh, we, we did mention that the, there is a Lord of the Rings teaser, and it's the most teasery teaser yet, I think. 
Oh, it's, and, it's literally just the name of the show. Yeah, yeah. And and that that poem about the rings of power. Yeah. And who got what? Yeah. Who got what? Elves, they got rings. Humans, they got rings. Dwarves, they got rings. Saruman, Sauron, he got a ring. His ring's the best one. I did like Thumbs the way that in the trailer they, they really go to to pronounce it. Mordor. Mordor. Yeah. Really, really lent into it. I haven't actually seen the trailer yet. It's, it's not. A tra- it's literally just the words, the rings of power. Yeah. And that nine were gifted to mortal men doomed to die poem. Nine, yeah, there's nine, yeah, nine, nine, nine for humans, yeah. seven for dwarf lords, seven for the dwarves, and three for the elves, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. Uh, three rings for the elven uh kings in the in the sky, mm-hmm. seven, uh, seven rings for the dwarven lords in the halls of stone, mm-hmm. nine rings for mortal men doomed to die, yeah. and one, one for the root. big ass. Wandering for the Dark Lord on his dark throne in Mordor, where the shadows lie. Yeah, but it's not Mordor, it's Mordor. 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 There's been a murder. There's been a murder in Mordor. I'm intrigued by this. I get target there. Apart from the name, the only thing that everyone keeps saying about this is that it's the most expensive TV show I've made, which is not... All that means is somebody spent a load of money on it. It doesn't actually mean it's going to be any good. So let's see. Jack says it doesn't sound right without Kate Blanchett's voice. It kind of doesn't. It does sound weird. But don't they, they kind of have to keep this as separate from the films as possible. They're not they? allowed to even mention the movies, are they? Yeah. In this one, they so, well, they can't. They can't mention basically anything yeah. that happens in the Third Age yeah. of Middle Earth. <laughs> uh, Kingsman is coming to Disney Plus on the first of February. The King's Man. This is the uh, the, the prequely one. Yep. Yeah. That's really mm-hmm. soon, really soon, really quick. That's coming to King. Really I'm kind soon. of mildly interested. I'd rather watch sort of it, yeah. mixed things about that. Yeah, I like the bit in the poem when they loudly sing five gold rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, E3 has probably been cancelled altogether in 2022. I mean, who cares? Fair enough, really. Fine. Isn't E3 just going to be Xbox Plus Sony? Well, yeah, by that time, they'll have bought everyone. So, yeah, it's, it's no doubt. Uh, Dying Light 2, Nintendo Switch release, d- a date delayed. Dying Light 2 is coming out on the Switch. That was what I got from that. That, that, <laughs> that, that surprised me somewhat. This is meant to be a 100-hour game that's coming out on the Switch. Is it going to be £200 when it comes out on the Switch? Is that what's going to happen? Because Switch games aren't cheap. Skyrim mm-hmm. is still £60, from what I understand, on the Switch. I could get a copy of Skyrim for the Xbox for about £2, I think, if I went to CEX. Uh, yeah. But you could also just play it on Game Pass. Exactly, I can just play it on Game Pass. Do fuck you know why? Yeah, fuck you, play. Do you know where I couldn't play it? On Game Pass. Fucking PlayStation. <laughs> fucking PlayStation. Ah, yeah. oh, so shit. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Oh look, Horizon Zero Dawn. Fucking. Uh, oh, Last of Us. God of War is the greatest game ever. Which it, you know, it's very now on PC. It, yeah, so, it's on PC yeah. as well. So fuck you, sixty FPS, yeah. bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I actually yeah. quite like all of those games. So you know, it's uh, yeah, it's that. Uh, oh, that that gap in the middle of my beard's come back. <laughs> oh, he's in. <coughs> oh, oh no, we've lost him. Broke me again, Tom. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I liked it. Um, Your beard is looking very soft and luxurious at the moment. We haven't even mentioned. Thanks, God, mate. it's all depressing news. Apart from. 
semi-depressing news, and this is depressing news. Ray Fisher responds to Joss Whedon's Justice League movie comments. So Joss Whedon came out to defend himself and made himself look even more of a prick than he looked before. So congratulations. Yeah, it's, it's called Whedon. doing a Prince Andrew. Yeah, it really is. Fucking yes, he. Um, uh, he didn't make he didn't make himself look very good in this. No, he didn't. He made himself yeah. look like he came out with my, comments. My personal that, highlight was suggesting that Gal Gadot didn't understand what he meant because English isn't her first language. Yeah. Come on, mate. Don't be, yeah. don't be even more of a prick. So what what it did for me was confirm everything that everyone is saying about him. Like he came out and said something. He went. Yeah, that all sounds about right, doesn't it, really? Judging by these mm. comments, so yeah. Uh, Jack says, I want Microsoft to buy Disney now and somehow forcefully get the Spider-Man license back. Microsoft can't buy everyone. I did see a, a hilarious comment about how uh, Microsoft are trying to break Japan, so they bought Japan, uh, which made me laugh quite a lot. Ha-ha. <laughs> it, it, it's an insane <laughs> amount of money. Yeah. like s- s- Disney bought Star Wars for... Four billion dollars. Yeah, which sounds cheap in comparison. It's a crazy, crazy amount of money flying around. Um, yeah. Well, people are beginning to go. Hang on, I think there's money in the games industry. Did you see mm. how much money that Grand Theft A Five made? It made a ton of money. Made- there are a lot of rumours that Take Two are going to be. Are on their acquisition list. Well, the, who whose acquisition list? On Microsoft's. Fuck off! They just bought. They just bought uh, Zynga for like uh, eighteen million or something. Eighteen billion. I doubt. Sorry. I doubt they're going to make any high-profile purchases anytime soon because every other everyone in the games industry, their share prices have all shot up mm. because there's rumours that they're going to get taken over yeah. by Microsoft. Apart from Sony's, who had about eighteen billion dollars wiped off their market cap today and that and the fact that they're all doing doing their shopping in aldi this month now because they can't <laughs> afford to like get their usual like waitress delivery so mm-hmm. you know it's, it's different anyway yeah ray fisher responded in some incredible with some incredibly classy comments so he's he's uh he's kind of filled uh, covered himself in glory deserved glory and uh joss whedon's looking like even more of a piece of shit basically uh, his exact ray fisher's exact words were looks like joss whedon got to direct an end game after all um, rather than addressing all the lies in the buffoonery today, I will be celebrating the legacy of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Tomorrow the work continues. So, yeah. Yeah, Joss Whedon, piece of shit. Yeah. Didn't see that coming in the early 2000s, but, you know, here we go. Here we go. And it turns here out we he are. Is. And here we are. I'll tell you what. That's it. We out. Well done. Very nice. Thank you, Dan. Nice. Uh, well, look, thank you very much to everyone who watched us on the stream today. Wave. That's why they're here. Wave. It's our way of saying thank you. And also, thank you very much for listening to us. If you did listen to us, thank you. You're helping our figures look very, very convincing at the moment. <laughs> so really appreciate that. Um, just want to say, uh, obviously, this is a subject that has very, very many facets, and we'd love to hear your opinions on them. Uh, so do 
hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at TMTOOH. And if you want to join in any conversations, please do head to our Instagram channel, look on the bio, and you will find a link to our Discord server as well, where all sorts of chats and bits and bobs are going on there as well. Dan, do you want to tell us what pods are going to be going up before we wrap this baby up? Right, so I've put all the pods up. We are now up to date with all the pods, and we will be up to date with all the pods on a weekly basis now, I promise. It's, it's one of my New Year's resolutions is to make sure the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast go up on time. So by Friday, this podcast will be up on Spotify and iTunes and all the other podcatchers. You can, of course, if you want to rewatch it and, you know, do whatever you want to do to it whilst you're watching it, that will be up on uh, on uh, YouTube. We can't tell you oh, what to do. Entirely you, unnecessary. You live, your live your lives, whatever. I don't care. Um and i i think we've probably got a marvel in marvel one going up soon we want to talk about the moon knight trailer and there's some other stuff we want to talk about as well we have just done on marveling marvel our wrap up of 2021 top five non-marvel films top five non-marvel tv series and the the nine marvel products that were released this year in order and mm-hmm. that's a lot of fun so yeah just watched eternals really good i liked eternals i think i it, loved it i think it got some shit that it didn't deserve but there we go. It's just, it wasn't what some people were expecting, I think, but I, yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, I think I, I do agree with what a lot of people are saying that it would have made a very good TV series. But then I think we've been spoiled with how good their TV series are. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, Alternatively, Dan says we could, you can just watch the stream. You so you listen to this, you could just be watching the stream. Yeah. You, could just you don't have to listen to any podcasts. No, yeah. then, yeah, exactly. Nice one, Dan. Just get on with your life. Exactly. It's only nine until ten, you know, every Wednesday. It's <laughs> what else are you going to do? I mean, you know. Anyway, uh, thanks, guys. Mm, thanks. thanks, thanks everyone that's been. Thanks watching. everyone. Thanks Absolutely. all of you out there. Uh, so, no further ado. Let's say our goodbyes. Goodbye, Duncan. Cheery bye. Goodbye, Dan. There was a lot more in there than I thought. Hello. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, Russ. Truck truck. It's goodbye from me, Tom. And on that note. Let's cue that music. Fuck you, PlayStation. Fuck you, PlayStation. (laughs) 